here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. ProRisuShop.com, your only source for authentic ProRisu merch straight from Japan. Translation extraordinaire Yatsumi has helped more than 300 fans all across the world purchase authentic merchandise, and now he's bringing that savings to you. With over 300 items to choose from, ProRisuShop.com has the largest selection of New Japan and ProRisu merchandise you can't get anywhere else. Shirts, belts, trading cards, DVDs, and more from the biggest stars of Japan, like Tanahashi, Okada, Nakamura, and of course, the Bullet Club. Get them all for the same price you would pay in Japan, with worldwide shipping starting at only $6.99. For the very best in ProRisu merchandise across the world, the choice is clear. ProRisuShop.com that's P U R O R E S U shop.com. ProRisuShop.com. Do I have everybody's attention now? you stand for I am Joe Lanza. No Rich Krejci today. Unfortunately, Rich had to attend a funeral, but uh, hopefully everything's going okay with that. Uh, before we get into today's show, we're going to be joined by our usual monthly spot here with guests from Inspire Pro Wrestling. Just want to go over some of the things that are going on on the website. If you guys are interested in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame, uh, you are not going to find a website on the planet covering it as extensively as we are here at Voices of Wrestling. We've got guest columns from former WWE creative writer Kevin Marshall. We've got podcasts covering every region on the ballot. We've got candidate profiles uh, going through the candidacies of, of people like Akira Tawe, Brock Lesnar, CM Punk. Just tons of great stuff. Go to www.voicesofwrestling.com. Go to the One Hall of Fame 2014 tab on the top of your screen and you can access all the podcast articles and everything else that's going on with that. 
Myself and Rich should be returning back to a regular podcasting schedule sometime next week uh, once all this uh, Hall of Fame stuff dies down and uh, we can get back on our, our usual schedule. But for today, we're focusing on Inspire Pro Wrestling. They've got a big show coming up on Sunday, October, what's the date? The 5th, October 5th, Marquesa Holland Theater, Austin, Texas, uh, the usual venue. It's going to be Battle Wars. Now the, now the twist here is Inspire Pro Wrestling is sort of doing a joint show with Chikara. I'm not so sure if it's a more of a joint show or a, a head-to-head battle of sorts, judging by the name Battle Wars. We'll get into that with our guests, though. We're joined by both uh, Biss and Max from Inspire Pro. Biss, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. And Max, how are you? Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, now what I'm curious to know here, and uh, I guess whichever one of you guys wants to take this one, you can go ahead and jump in. Um, are you considering this a joint show? Is this a, a, a Chikara? Is this an invasion show? Is this just a, 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 a one-off head-to-head sort of deal? I, maybe you don't want to tip your hand as far as that goes, but... Uh, uh, what's going on here? I do see plenty of uh, Chikara uh, signage and logos on the poster. That would indicate that uh, they have a hand in this. It's not just a matter of bringing in people who necessarily just work for Chikara. Uh, what's the relationship here between Inspire Pro Wrestling and Chikara? And I guess, uh, Biss, I'll direct that at you. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's it's an Inspire Pro show. We we are presenting it, but it's definitely has a lot of the Chikara flyer to it, and we definitely have some cooperation from Chikara. Um, so it's, it's kind of a unique situation. It's it's really cool. It's, it's being able to bring a lot of the Chikara guys to a region they've never been to before. Um, we've had a lot of cooperation with, with the company, um, and it's gotten a, a crazy response. Um, but at, at its core base, it's an Inspire show with Chikara talent. So, uh, th- so, this definitely isn't just a matter of booking select Chikara talent. Chikara, Chikara is involved in this thing. Um, yeah, for us, it's, uh, you know, our contact there is Bryce Rensburg. Um, so, you know, he was the one that put together that side of it for us. And, um, you know, but it's, it's a very unique situation. So it's very cool to be part of. Bryce is going to be there, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Bryce Rensburg will be in the house, which I thought was, was, um, uh, you know, if, if you put Bryce on some random indie show, I'll go just watch Bryce ref. So he's so, going to be refereeing um, some of these matches. Yeah, yes, Bryce Rensburg will, will be, <clears throat> and also on commentary. So. Oh, very nice, very nice. Now, Max, uh, sort of describe to us the structure of the show. Is this a Chikara invasion? Is this Chikara? I know some of the matches here are, are clearly set up as Chikara versus Inspire. Uh, what's sort of the structure of the show going to look like? Well, I, I like to think of this card as being a joint mission of goodwill. Um, you know, it, a lot of the matches that we put together are just the most fun matches that we could think of. Of course, Icarus has a very storied history with Fist as being one of the dirtiest players in the game. And although he has reformed, we thought it, you know, it would be really fun to uh, put him up against, against Andy Dalton, Dirty Andy. That should be a great match. Um, the Colony are going to be going up against uh, ACH and Jojo Bravo, which will be another fine exhibition match. There's no animosity here. We're just, uh, we're just trying to put together a good wrestling show and bring these guys to Texas and expose them to the audience down here 
it was something that they've always really wanted to do. There are a lot of guys that are really itching to get down to Texas. So we've got the Chikara champion. Icarus will be on the show. We've got the Colony. We've got uh, Dasher Hatfield coming in from Chikara. And, uh, and of course, Bryce Remsburg. Uh, but, you know, there's always those, uh, of course, with Inspire going back a couple of months, the new partnership with the NWA. Uh, there's always NWA involvement as well, and this show is going to be no different. Uh, Max, tell me what's going on. Byron Wilcott's going to make his debut, and if I'm not mistaken, he is the current NWA North American Heavyweight Champion. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Though the, uh, the, uh, the title will not be on the line in his matchup in Inspire. The title is not on the line because this is a very unique matchup. Uh, tell me what this Haas Challenge is all about. Well, it's, it's a match that uh, was designed to be fit the debut of a guy of large stature. Byron is a big guy. He is not just a big guy in stature, but he is a larger-than-life character. And, uh, you know, he really wanted to do something that uh, – really was, was fitting of, of, of both of these elements. And so he will be going uh, up against four other men in a uh, in the first ever NWA hospital challenge. <laughs> the hospital challenge. I can't get that. Now, 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 what's going on here? Is this five men in the ring at once? Is this a gauntlet? What, what is this going to entail? It's, uh, it's four men, including Byron, going, uh, going, you know, go, going at it, man. And it, each guy... Uh, had to meet a specific height and weight requirement. They had to be very Haas-like. Um, if, if you'd like to, you could you could uh, perhaps give the uh, folks out there who are listening a, a definition of Haas. Well, but it is it, it is a. I tell you, the whole Haas thing is hot right now. Okay, because yeah. you know it, it, you know you got uh, you got Rusev. I think will qualify as a Haas. He's doing some good Def- things. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, you got Sheamus. That that'd be a Haas. Uh, I, yeah. I, I'll give you an underrated Haas, a guy that I love, and that's Titus O'Neil. That man's a Haas, okay? He is great. I'm a huge fan. Got me and you both. I love that man. And the unfortunate thing about Titus O'Neil is that if you don't have the WWE Network uh, for nine ninety nine, uh, you don't see much of the guy because you know he's always on Superstars, he's on NXT, he's doing good things on the B shows, and uh, you know when you see him on Raw, you know he's he's you know doing jobs of Torito with uh, with Heath Slater. But that man is most certainly a hoss, and I recommend everybody check out his stuff on uh, on Superstars this year. But yeah, guys of that ilk, large. Hard-hitting individuals. Basically, a lot of what we have down here in Texas when it comes to some of the guys that are going to be involved in this match. Who are some of the guys in here with Wilcott? We've got uh, the Cowboy James Claxton. He'll be in that 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 match, and he's one of the first names that comes to mind when I think of Haas. He's just he's got that classic old-school big NWA guy, you know, look to him. Uh, also, we will be bringing Jake Durden back from the uh, the St. Louis area. He went up against Claxton uh, several months ago. He made an incredible impression on our fan base, and it's somebody that a lot of people have been asking to see again. Real, really shades of Bruiser Brody. Um, and also making his return uh, after an extended stay in Japan where he was training at the Kai Tai Dojo is Moonshine Mantel, who is a big guy. He's hawsy, but he's also very agile. Yeah, I was surprised to find out that, uh, you know, I'd wonder where he disappeared to. And I had no idea he was over in Japan at the uh, Kayatai Dojo. That's very interesting because he, he, he is a big dude and, and he certainly has the uh, the right kind of agility to fit in over there at the uh, at the Kayatai Dojo. But you mentioned Japan a couple times. For people who may not know, uh, Byron Wilcott, of course, for our new Japan fans, is Big Daddy Yum Yum. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, he's billed as Big Daddy Yum Yum here, but 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 you know, along with with his name Byron Wood, but in, but in New Japan, he was he was just Big Daddy Yum Yum, and uh, he's the fella who took those uh, tremendous chops from Kojima. Uh, he, he he probably took that Kojima spot better than uh, better than anybody I've ever seen. Uh, so yeah, that's who we're talking about when we're talking about Byron Wilcott. So uh, he's taking on a bunch of uh, big dudes on this show, but. Let's swing back to sort of the the Chikara connection here for a minute. Now, Biss, uh, now from what I understand, uh, this has kind of been in the works since way back uh, for your guys' very first show. This is not something that came together overnight. Um, why don't you talk the listeners through the process of how this all sort of came together? Oh man, this yeah, this goes back quite a bit. Um, I think it really started gaining speed uh, WrestleMania weekend. Um, Myself uh, and some other Inspire uh, office members were, were down there, had a chance to talk with uh, with Bryce, um, you know, and to, to kind of get the ball rolling on this. Um, so, yeah, this this entire weekend, actually, a lot of the, the good business done to put it together was done WrestleMania yeah. weekend. I, I even say that Brandon Stroud had a, had a big connection with it because yeah. he is he is very, uh, very enthusiastic about the Chicago Chikara product, and uh, and we are all huge fans of Chikara, but uh, Brandon was very instrumental in, uh, you know, he, he, he goes to a lot of shows all around the country, and uh, I think as uh, as Inspire began to pick up steam, too, and people started to hear a buzz about what we were doing, and that, that's a very big part of it, is that we, you know, I'm going to pat ourselves on the back, we're doing a pretty good job, um, and there are people who are hearing that there's a spot for them to come down to. And Brandon being at other places, he'd go out and people would say, Oh, you're, uh, you're, you're doing that inspire thing. And, you know, and he, he talked us up a bit and that, that helped us out quite a bit as well. Yeah, for sure. And, and, uh, speaking of WrestleMania weekend, the, there was a match on this show that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's laughing already. We're going to break down the, 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 a wall here. Uh, I was, I was actually, uh, I, in the building, uh, sitting next to Biss when he initially reached out to, to, and attempted to, uh, uh, get this man to, uh, to work on an Inspire show. Teddy Hart is working this show. And, uh, he's facing Showtime Scott Summers in what is billed as, uh, I guess the main event here. Um, well, everybody knows, uh, listen, how can I phrase this? Teddy Hart's reputation precedes him. Uh, <laughs> but this is clearly – now, first of all, before I get into the Teddy Hart questions, is the cat coming with Teddy Hart? The, the cat will be part of the package, you know. The, the, so. the, the professionally – It's a professionally trained cat. <laughs> yes, the professionally trained cat, Mr. Money, who is professionally trained, according to Gabe Sapolsky. Will be making an appearance with Teddy. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we got that out of the way. Uh, now, Teddy Hart, uh, <laughs> you're laughing already, but see, okay. Um, look, it's no secret. Teddy is an eclect is an eclectic fella. Let's just put it that way. Um, yes. W- when you book a Teddy Hart, is there any sort of apprehension? Is there any sort of fear? Is there anything in the back of your mind? <laughs> Where you feel like you have to personally maybe fly to Calgary to get him on the plane to make sure he gets to Austin. <laughs> so, like, I should skillfully dodge this like I usually do, but you bet your ass I'm scared out of my mind. Um, but the travel, the travel part of this, um, 
is is very safe for us. So I'm, you know, I'm not worried about that end of it. I, I fuck it. I'm gonna say it, Max. I have no idea what's gonna happen when we put Teddy Hart in a wrestling ring. I, I don't. Know no one, no one does. No one knows what's gonna happen. That's the thing that I think, and that's it's it's not just our main event. It is our insane event. Is what we're calling it. And it, it's sort of this thing that you kind of have to put at the top of the card because, and it's not just that Teddy Hart is, you know, this he's he's notorious, he's combustible, he's entertaining, but he's you 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 can't discount who he's in the ring with. He's in the ring with Scott Summers, and and I just don't know what we're gonna get. This is this is a long time dream match in the making for me. This is like when I started this company. This is one of the matches that I wanted to see. Well, what you're so, saying is Scott Summers has a few screws loose too, so uh, we we have no idea what's going to happen here when you put these two men in the ring. Yeah, and you know you know you know Teddy Hart. Yeah, I mean who knows? This guy could just start randomly doing shooting star presses onto the floor uh, for no apparent reason, uh, as we've seen in the past. This is this is crazy, and 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 all the while that cat may just uh, be sitting on the turnbuckle, uh, taking it all in. So th- this is this is just I got to tell you. Of all the shows you guys have put together, this is clearly the most eclectic show. This is clearly uh, the biggest mix. I mean, you've got Chikara guys coming in. You've got Byron Wilcott doing whatever the hell he's doing with these hosses. You've got Teddy Hart against Scott Summers, which is uh, completely unpredictable. Um, it, it, now, let, let me ask you this. With, with bringing the Chikara group in, Chikara has never ran a show in Texas. Um, to my knowledge, uh, this group of Chikara wrestlers has never worked Texas or, or, or any yeah. of the surrounding states for that matter. These four have not been in Texas. Right. So how have – how has the advance been? Are you seeing uh, – is this thing attracting <laughs> Chikara fans uh, that, that maybe haven't had a chance? Maybe Chikara fans who watch on DVD or follow on the internet – are they? Are, do you get the sense that this is a show that 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 the Chikara fans from from the Texas and Louisiana area, um, is it? Do you do you get the sense that they they see this as their chance to see Chikara? This is that's definitely what's going on. This is our biggest event by far um, we have ever had. Um, Front row so that in like two days, correct? Yeah, I yeah, it was it was something ridiculous. I think. Two and a half days, and we even um, we did a deal that half counts because um, the fans of ours that have come to literally every show, we sent out and, and allowed them to purchase advance front row. Um, if you include that, it took like a, you know a, a day and a half, um, maybe a day and three hours to sell out the entire front row. Um, we've received orders from all over the country. Um, I need to do some number crunching tonight. Uh, we we may end up with some very limited number of at the door tickets that we can sell. Uh, we may be you know approaching that capacity. Um, this event has been amazing. The, the reception for this talent has been amazing. Um, you know, and I I think it's a total card type thing. But yes, the the reception for this show has been just. Just mind blowing. You've had standing room only. I mean, I've been there when there's no seats available and people are yeah. standing around. So this is going to be even more so than that. You're talking. Uh, we may we may have no room available. I'm like, this is going to be yeah. This will be a very large. This isn't a big room. This Mar this Marquesa Hall. So you know, it, you better hope nobody alerts the fire marshal. Is what you're getting at. Uh, sh- I uh, you know, <laughs> when when you got you know. I, 
the one thing I tell you guys when I come to these shows, I pull you aside. Every time I come to an Inspire show, um, um, because you know, you you know me, I like to roll the dice. I show up five minutes before the thing starts. I'm parking further and further from the building every time. Um, yeah. I think it's safe to say, uh, by what you're saying here, I may be parking in the mall parking lot across the street. You may be parking in the the mall. You you may be uh, listening to the event in the uh, the uh, lobby to stuff around, man. It's it's going to be crazy. So you you've got people flying in for this. Yeah, yeah. There, there's people at least they're at least getting in the car for quite a few hours. So. We have we have people from Philly flying into this, which surprised yeah. me. So yeah, it's this one is pretty cool, man. So. so you know, you can you can almost say that, and you know, every time you come on here, you're going to say it's your biggest show yet. I get that, but this this really could be the most important show for you guys because you're going to be exposed to so many new eyeballs. Yeah, this is uh, this definitely like without a shadow of a doubt, this is the most important biggest show that we put on. Um, it's it's a you know it was a bit of a risk, but you know it's already kind of paid off. You know. Um, so, yeah, we're we're pretty happy. <laughs> so, you know, Chikar is a company that obviously does very well in terms of DVDs, um, uh, down, you know, people downloading uh, their shows. Now, the night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Within 24 hours, which, you know, yeah. this is funny because I'm going to get you in trouble again because, you know, that's what I do. I, you know, yeah, I this is what I do. Okay, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hide from things. And it's your choice whether to answer or not. I've missed the last couple shows. I've been busy on these yeah. Sundays. I haven't been able to get out. Be, so you know, be nice if you could watch those on DVD somewhere. It would be. And you know, I said to myself, you know, Inspire has this uh, deal with uh, Smart Mark Video, and you know, maybe I can pick up these shows that I've missed and enjoy them from the comfort of of Casa Lanza from the couch and. Pop in the DVD and, and enjoy it on the on the big screen television, you know, with a nice Coke Zero, maybe stroking the dogs as they sit next to me, and I can enjoy some wrestling on my own terms. But you know, I yeah. go I go to the website, uh, Biss, and uh, you know these shows, which took place very early in the summer, uh, still yeah. are not available on the Smart Mark Video site. Meanwhile, yeah. Chikara runs King of Trios, and the shows are available in less than 24 hours. Now, yeah. that's great. AIW is usually up in about, I don't know, three to four days. Right, right. So, you know, we got a we got a 12-hour turnaround on Chikara, which is great if you're a Chikara fan. But I, I'm not I'm not interested in the Kangaroo. I want to see the Inspire shows. If you yeah. want to see AIW, you got a nice less than a week turnaround. You could easily avoid spoilers, even at that point, yeah. you know, and, and pick it up a, a, a week later. But if you want to see Inspire Pro Wrestling, which is what I want to do, and I'm standing here with a fistful of money waiting to hand it uh, to you guys and to Smart Mark so I can see these shows that I haven't seen, so I can fill in the gaps so when I show up at Battle Wars, I'm not you know behind on the storylines. But then when I go to the website, your shows are nowhere to be found. So, Biss, I, what the hell is going on? I, Where are the Inspire shows? I would say if you're out there and you want to see Inspire Pro Wrestling and you want to buy those DVDs, Blow Smart Mark video out of the water. Blow their Twitter out of the water. Blow their Facebook. Whatever social media they have, get on there and tell them you want to see our product. Um, our product's sitting there in their office right now. So when they want to release it, make it. 
When did Joe, that Joe, 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 yes, Joe, yeah. one, thing, one thing I can say Max, I'm fired is, up here. I want to see the shows. I, hey, 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 no one's, no one's more fired up than me, buddy, okay? I'm sitting, I'm sitting here with my spurs up on my desk, polishing my guns. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not happy either. But, but the deal is, is that all I can say is this. In our defense, when we were just putting the shows out on YouTube and that shit was free, you realize that those occurred in a timely fashion. They came out in a very timely fashion. So I have to say that just to defend ourselves. It's not because we're being lazy. It's not because we're dropping the ball. We're, I think, I think in my, in, in the sense of SmartMark, I think it's because we're a relatively new company and the demand for our product maybe isn't as significant as, say, for your, for, for your Chikaras and whatnot. So I think basically what it comes down to is people need to actually just request and demand to see it. Because if there's demand, there will be supply. Let me tell you something. And if anyone from Smart Mark is listening, I got a few words for that, okay? How the hell do they know what the demand is if they're not putting the damn things on sale to begin with? You can't buy it. How do, you, how do they know who wants to buy it? They haven't put them on sale. I don't hey, see the damn hey, shows. If you guys are out there, I'm I'm begging you, blow up the social media. Uh, in the meantime, there are some other things in the works to get stuff to you guys um, a little bit quicker. Um, so keep keep your serious spirit for that. I'm hoping we can make an announcement at the show. I'm I'm eager to see Relentless, which was easily, I think, our best show. I mean, I feel yeah. like every show is our yeah. best show, but you know, we all work hard to make sure that each show tops the last. But Relentless was, in in my opinion, an artistic triumph. It was the best wrestling show um, that I've been a part of uh, or even seen in the last. I don't know, maybe 10 years. Uh, you know, you can plug yeah. the shit out of Relentless all day long, but if we can't buy the damn thing, uh, it doesn't make a difference. So whoever is listening from SmartMark, get the damn DVDs uh, pressed or whatever it is you guys do. Burn them, press them. I don't know you're in it. Whatever you need to do. Uh, make, Bring them, baby. Make the downloads available, something. Help me out, Robles. Come on, baby. I mean, jeez. <laughs> people want to see the shows. I mean, come on. I mean, I was, I, I you know, look. All kidding aside, with all honesty, I was hoping to watch these shows before I went to this show, but I can't do that. That's ridiculous. And then it's pretty insulting as a fan of one promotion to turn around and see another promotion. Their shows are available in 12 hours. That's crazy. That means they have the capabilities. When did they have the masters for these shows? Hey, I'm going to let you be mad for me, man. I'm fired up. (laughs) I appreciate it. All right, well, you know, I will I, say, though, that, Joe, Joe, if you do want to catch up, you can always go to our fantastic website and check out the recaps, which are very well written by a young man by the name of uh, Eamon Payton. So if, if there are any gaps that you need filled in, such as the title change that occurred at Relentless, you should go, uh, you should go check that out there. You know, this Max Meehan, let me tell you, he does not miss an opportunity to uh, to, to jump in and, and get a plug-in. Biss, you know, you've taught this guy well. He's uh, he, he, knows right yeah, when, he knows right when to jump he, in. He carries me, brother. He, 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 he does a hell of a job. And, and the title change he's referring to, of course, is Dirty Andy Dalton, a guy who I have become a very big fan of. And, uh, you know, he, he won the title uh, from, from Dell on the show that I still can't watch. And, Actually, uh, he didn't. Oh, well, go ahead. Walk us through uh, that. Okay. Well, uh, what happened was Ray Rowe, who was in a uh, an unfortunate motorcycle accident prior to Relentless, uh, could not compete against Mike Dell. He had previously won a number one contenders match for that shot against Matthew Palmer. 
Now, as we know, there's been some bad blood brewing between Dell and Palmer for many, many months now since uh, Palmer debuted uh, under the uh, Void mask and attacked Dell from behind with, with Franco D'Angelo. Um, so we had we talked to Dell about what we wanted to do, and Dell basically stated that he wanted to name his own uh, challenger the night of the show. And when that uh, main event rolled around, he named Matthew Palmer. And uh, these guys tore the house down. It was a phenomenal main event. But in the end, uh, Matthew Palmer managed to, uh, to triumph, and he actually won the title. However, earlier in the evening, there was, a, uh, there was another number one contenders match to determine who would face the champion uh, at, our, at another future event. And that match occurred between Jax Bain and Andy Dalton. And there was some shenanigans involving Lance Hoyt, but Dalton wound up uh, picking that number one contendership. Now, after Palmer had won the title, uh, brash and hot-headed as it may have been, Andy Dalton made his way through the curtain and said that he wanted his title shot that night and basically goaded Palmer into accepting. And Lamada was actually pretty good at doing that, too. And unfortunately, it may have, it did cost Palmer the title, uh, and Dalton walked away with the, the gold held high over his head that night. And he will be taking on, of course, Igoris, who is the Chikara Grand Champion. Of course, neither title is on the line. Is that correct? No, but it is. It, no, no, but it is a champion versus champion match, which is prestigious for us. It's an honor to have our champion representing us going up against the uh, Grand Champion of Chikara. Absolutely. So. Uh... That, of course, and then we've got, let's see, let's start breaking down some of these matches. We already talked about this uh, completely uh, out-of-hand main event with Scott Summers and Teddy Hart. We think we, I think we've covered that one. We've covered the uh, Haas Challenge with Byron Wolcott, uh, Big Daddy Yum Yum. And, uh, of course, we've got the title versus title. Let's talk about this tag team match a little bit because this is the match that I think a lot of people think could end up being the match of the night. This is the Colony, and look. We're not dealing with uh, Arctic Rescue Ant or, or Missile Assault Ant or, uh, or, or Worker Ant or, or, or uh, American Psycho Ant American Psycho Ant or Joe Lanza Ant. Okay, this is the actual, the colony, okay? This Me too. Is, this is the two that, that these are, the, these are, this is, this is the colony that, that everybody knows and loves. This is the, the two, the two main, the main members of the colony here. This is Fire Ant and Silver Ant, correct? Yes. yes. Okay, so we're not dealing with any of these these other hokey yeah, we, that pop up, okay? We're not dealing with no, uh, Okay, all right. And they're taking on... The wolf pack ants or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, this is no, no ants uh, red and black, okay? There, yeah. There's none of that here. This is the colony. When we say the colony, we're talking about yeah. the colony, the ones that everybody yeah. knows and loves, okay? And these, these are the two that are probably one of the best tag teams in independent wrestling right now. Me Absolutely, too. the colony. All right, the, the well-traveled colony that you've seen them on Dragon Gate USA, you've seen them on Evolve, you've seen them, of course, in Chikara. Uh, now you're going to see them in Inspire Pro Wrestling, and they're taking on JoJo Bravo and ACH. So this is the match that I think a lot of people have their eyes on, which is the match that could steal the Knights. What do you think about that, Biss? Oh, it's, that's definitely this is the uh, this is the match, right? Um, when we had the Jojo Bravo uh, match where he tag team partner summoned ACH, uh, the reception was just so amazing. Um, we knew we'd have these guys that there was really no other team we really thought about. Um, this was a matchup that we, we knew would deliver. And uh, 
I, you know, I wouldn't bet against it. That's for damn sure. Yeah, this is this is four of the best workers in the world, in my opinion. These are four of the most talented individuals working in professional wrestling today, and and I'm I'm very excited. I think uh, I think if you're you're only familiar with ACH via Ring of Honor, while he's done some incredible things in Ring of Honor, I think he's he's really underutilized, and I think we're going to get to see him really do some phenomenal things. I think that this is going to be a gravity-defying match. I think physics are out the window on this one. The other match involving Shakara Talent that we haven't really talked about, it's a three-way match, and that's the one that involves uh, Dasher Hatfield, and uh, his opponents are just Steve Orino and a mystery opponent, the the always popular mystery opponent. Uh, you guys could just go ahead and tell us who that's going to be. You know, it's, you go ahead, go ahead, you go ahead and reveal that right now. Go ahead. I wish I could. It could be anybody. It could be anyone. anyone. It could be literally anyone. Listen, this could be someone from the Chikara universe. Maybe someone coming to get some revenge on Dasher Hatfield. This could be someone from uh, the Inspire universe. Uh, This could be uh, a newcomer. You're telling me this could be anybody. Yeah, it could be Darren Childs. Listen, it's probably not. It's, it's probably not. I, I would bet, I would bet <laughs> against that, but I, I still contend. I still say that one day Darren Childs is going to come down that Inspire aisle because I, I know the wrestling <laughs> business. Listen, I much like Bobby the Brain Heenan. I am a broadcast journalist, and there is not much <laughs> you can put past me. And I know the wrestling business, and I can tell you that one day Darren Childs is going to come down that aisle. I can, I can guarantee that's happening, and it would be something if he's the mystery opponent. It could be Sammy Guevara for all we know. It could be anybody. Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> okay, we can pretty much eliminate anybody under WWE contract. Um, I would say that or we can, can we? Uh, wow, you know, Inspire, Inspire does uh, wield uh, uh, quite the influence. I think we could safely eliminate anyone under WWE contract. I would say that we could eliminate anybody under TNA contract, but nobody's under TNA contract anymore because they're running one more show till the uh, you know for the rest of the year, and uh, half their guys are free agents now. So who knows? It could be Austin Aries. It could be uh, Bully Ray. It could, you know, it could be any of those men. Um, yeah. So uh, you know. It, 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 and we can safely eliminate uh, Darren Childs, at least this time around. We can eliminate Sammy Guevara, who who uh, is still hiding under a rock somewhere, refusing to apologize to people. But it could be literally anybody else on Earth. This is what you're telling me. It could be anybody, Joe. Yeah. I, I want you to go on record, man. I want you to, to venture a guess. All right, let me think about this for a second. Let me think about this for a second. I, I, I See, you know, Dasher Hatfield certainly has his enemies in Jakara. Okay, but I get the sense that this is going to be somebody who's been laying low and inspire for a while. That's going to be my guess. So, um, hmm. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't have a good guess for you. I can't even right, venture man. one. I'm looking at the silhouette. You know, this is always good. I wonder if the silhouette on the poster is the actual <laughs> silhouette of the competitor. Oh, uh, man. Oh, man. That could, that, that could be a clue because that kind of looks like Dell. Kind of looks like Dell's profile there, but I don't, I don't know how he would fit in as a mystery opponent. That doesn't make much sense. Um, yeah. I don't know, but uh, but but we'll see. I, I always I always enjoy the mystery opponent gimmick though, because it's like you said, anyone could come out from that curtain. It's so exciting. Um, moving on, we've got a one-on-one. Now this this just confuses the hell out of me. This is the Great Depression 
against Killer McKenzie, and apparently on one of the shows that, I, that I'm not able to see because Smart Mark doesn't have it available yet to purchase, despite <laughs> the fact that I'm a money-paying customer with a fistful of dollars ready to purchase it. Um, apparently, these two men had a brawl at, uh, at the last show, uh, which, again, confuses the hell out of me. And they're going to be going one-on-one here. So, uh, Max, why don't you walk us through the history uh, of this matchup? Well, I uh, was it uh, was it in their blood? This do you recall? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. It was in their blood. Yeah, it was in the blood. We had a uh, we had a sizable uh, elimination match with about six men, and two of the participants, the most notable participants in this in this uh, they're relevant to this story, are uh, the Great Depression and Ken Johnson, whom we discussed the last time we were on your show. Ken Johnson. Uh, has connections uh, in in the business that run really deep, and he's done a lot. But uh, no one's really sure exactly what occurred. I know I'm not. I just know that depression eliminated Ken Johnson, and uh, this seemed to really piss Brent McKenzie off. And um, I, I I was caught in the middle of that. In fact, I was a little. I got injured a bit uh, trying to resta- restrain McKenzie. We'd had a few beers, I admit that, and he was he was a little wild, but there was a slugfest that occurred, and it was not pretty. Um, it was unexpected, uh, and it took quite a few people to get McKenzie out of the arena. McKenzie cut a promo backstage, which we have up on the website that you can see, provides a little bit of insight as to what's going on. But uh, he's apparently not very impressed with depression, and I, I personally think it probably stems from... Uh, Depression manhandling Kenny. That's that's my that that's that's the only explanation I can give. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Uh, where where does the Red Scare fit into this? Is he still firmly on the side of the great of his brother, the Great Depression, or, uh, or yes, sir? Because we have seen some dissension between those two men. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's really he's really demonstrating some tough love. He's really, in my opinion, he uh, he's really just trying to with his brother into shape, you know? I mean, his, his, he's stated in interviews that he feels like we've made his brother very, very soft. And so uh, he's basically trying to whip him into a condition where no one will even want to go near him. So that's, 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 his, uh, that's his goal. He's working toward it. Definitely two guys that you could also consider uh, on that Haas scale, I would say, with uh, Killer Kennedy yeah. in, in the Great Depression. Yeah. Uh, a trails match here. Now, you're going to have to explain this to me, too, because uh, last I left off, and because I can't watch the shows because Smart Mark hasn't made them available for me to purchase yet, um, R- Ricky Starks uh, was sort of a, uh, a, a, a fan favorite in your world, but I see him here on this show uh, teaming up with uh, Franco D'Angelo and Matthew Palmer, who were firmly uh, members of your top heel stable. So, uh, who turned here, or are we just mixing up the deck as they take on the orphans? Uh, my, my how things change. Uh, Matthew Palmer, as he's known to do, has uh, has really won the fans over with some gutsy performances. Um, on basically the shows you missed, Joe, you gotta you gotta keep up with this stuff, man. You know, I tell you what, um, yeah, if you miss an Inspire show, you're just, you, you've missed a lot. A lot of things happen on these shows. So, uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, know. Palmer, Palmer has, Palmer has really, there's something that's been awakened in Palmer and, and, uh, you know, call it, call it just clean competition, but, uh, there's been a definite, 
a definite change in his spirit over the last several shows. But his match against uh, Carson for the number one contendership that that was uh, or not number one contendership it was just first match that they had together. Phenomenal match, um, just a really hard hitting, grueling match, and really impressive. And that's one that, that you're definitely going to want to study when they when they make it available on Smartmark. Um, but yeah, that that was a great match. And then of course his match uh, against Ray Rowe, again stunning, stunning match. Um, but he's he's definitely this he's, he's rounded the corner. He's rounded the corner, and uh, Franco's been really supportive of him. Uh, and yeah, there, there was a there was an interesting match at the last show uh, where Franco D'Angelo. Uh, was working a match against uh, Ricky Starks. They were uh, they were facing one another in a match, and uh, there's a new team on the prowl, uh, a new faction, if you will, by the name of the Orphans, which was sparked by one Jeff Gant. He uh, invited these uh, these cohorts of his to uh, I guess attempt to run roughshod over some folks in the company they might have issues with. We're not quite sure what's going on yet, but. Uh, this click, uh, this new click, the Orphans, uh, decided to interrupt the Starks-Franco match. And uh, they attacked both Starks and Franco. Uh, Sky, Sky de la Cremosa, he uh, revealed himself to be part of the stable as well. Uh, Palmer ran out to defend Franco, of course, and the three banded together to drive the Orphans off. And that is why this match is happening. There's a grudge to be settled, and and uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. I don't recognize the other two members of the Orphans. Who who are these guys? Yes, you want to feel better? Yeah, that that would be um that would be Zach and and DG Taylor, who are um you know they're originally students of George Delisa. Um Zach has trained with Paul London a bit. They're up and coming guys. Um, they're still within you know a year or two years of of actually wrestling. Uh, young, hungry, up-and-coming guys. That's what you guys have done from the beginning. You, you've brought in new faces and, uh, and people that haven't really gotten a chance on a bigger stage, and that kind of leads me into the last match that we haven't talked about yet with the NWA Revolution Group. Um, th- those are people that you've given exposure to, and uh, you know people like Eric Shadows and Cat Green, um, who, who really weren't, weren't getting a ton of exposure, uh, you know, in, in the rest of Texas other than their own area there in NWA Revolution. And, and it's interesting to me because you're giving somebody you, – you guys have always been a place that has been willing to give people a shot. Come on in. See what you can do. If you get over, we'll keep putting you on shows. But the fact of the matter is – uh, now there's other promotions, you know, you, you kind of establish these people, and then other places are then starting to book them, which on one hand, I'm sure you're happy for the talent. On the other hand, it's it's almost like, you know, you're doing the dirty work, and then these other places are kind of uh, 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 taking advantage of what you guys have done. But I guess you can't worry about that, right? You kind of just have to worry about your own house and, uh, and, and going out and seeking out talent for yourself. The, uh, you know, that, that doesn't bother me at all. I mean, that's... I don't think that bothers this either because we've never we don't put restraints on anybody. It's something that we've talked about from the very beginning. You know, you are permitted to go do whatever you want. If opportunities come along, seize them. You know, um, I, I definitely, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, and of course, if people will start to use stuff, uh, uh, talent that that we kind of 
put a spotlight on, that's great. I think it's a testament to us, and it makes us look good. It, it says something about us. Yeah, it makes I mean, us a we, place we, that people I mean, want. We've seen you know? it. We've talked about it. We've seen Booker T pluck some of your guys uh, that you gave exposure to. I mean, let's just call it like it is. The guy across town has started to use some of the talent that you guys have uh, have, have been, have been uh, pushing a little harder or, or, or giving better pushes to than they have gotten in the past in this area. So um, I do kind of see your promotion as sort of the trendsetters. And, and here's another example. I mean, you're willing to give people chances uh, that haven't gotten chances before. And, and, you know, you throw it against the wall and you see what sticks. And, you know, this, N- yeah. this NWA Revolution group, I mean, you've been using these guys from, from day one on the first show. And uh, I, I know, Biss, one of your roles in, in some of the other companies you worked for was to go out and find new talent. So this is nothing new for you. Your eyes are always open, correct? It, it, yeah, and, and what's great now is the team around me. Um, before, it was kind of like a lone wolf thing. Now, you know, everybody's kind of got their eyes open, which really makes it easy. Um, and before saying anything else here, this is a show stealer, um, match right here. This is one to keep your eye on. And you're talking um, about, of course, I didn't give the full lineup. Let me do that quickly. Yeah. It's, it's the NW, you're talking about the NWA Revolution match, correct? Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Eric Shadows, Matt Riot, Cat Green, and Tony Strong, and they're taking on, uh, the new movement, which is, which of course is Chris True's, uh, uh, stable, uh, Cherry Ramones. Big Keith Lee, very big. They told you want to talk about a Haas. I mean, I, <laughs> he might be the biggest Haas in the show. Uh, Gigolo James and uh, and Delilah Doom. So that's the match you're talking about. But go ahead. Yeah, these these are all, you know, for the most part, young, hungry competitors. And my experience is when you you put somebody like that in a spotlight on a show like this, um, they're going to do everything they can to steal the show. So. Keep your eye on this match, is all I'm going to say. I missed um, this Gigolo it, James heel turn, too. Come on, smart Mark. But he's a, well, yeah, you'll have to see how that works out, man. That's, that's, uh, that's one you got to see. Um, it's a, he's, he's, a, he's, he is, I think it's fair to say, he is a reluctant part of the, uh, the new movement. Um, the six man match, which opened in their blood, we can go back to that. Gigolo James was one of the competitors, and he was actually the winner of the match. Um, and you may or may not recall that one of the stipulations, for the, or, or actually the match outcome would determine who would win a mystery prize. There was a contract that you had to sign to get into the match. You signed it, and if you won, you won some prize. Well, Gigolo won, and apparently that made him contractually obligated to be managed by one Chris True, which apparently has some monetary value. I see. So the prize was not a grab bag of DVDs from SmartMark Video. It was a contract to uh, to Chris True's new movement. Yes, sir. Hmm. Interesting. So I, we will have to see how that'll play out. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I hope Gigolo James does not turn his back on his fans. Uh, me being one of them. And uh, but we'll have to see what happens with that. But uh, yeah, so I don't. Did we hit on every match? I don't. I think we got to all of them. I think. Uh, you yes, know, sir. Usually, you guys have about 19 matches on these shows, but it looks like you kind of streamlined it this time around. What do we got? We got uh, one, two, three, four, six, eight, eight matches. This has to be an Inspire <laughs> Pro record for the least amount of matches on the show. Actually, we did eight last time. Yeah, we've been, yeah, been streamlining uh, them. We we like this eight match format. It um, yeah. It runs. It runs very smooth, and it runs very streamlined. 
and we feel like the you know there's a lot of substance to it. You so, know, to be fair, I mean, you can you can harp on you can harp on Smart Mark all you want, but if a certain someone would show up to the shows, they'd know that. That's true. Hey, listen, that's true. Uh, I have missed the last two shows, uh, but and I got to tell you though, to be completely fair. Uh, back when you guys even, you know, were doing your 12 and 13 match shows, they were always nice and tidy in those three-hour blocks. Uh, the Inspire shows were never shows that, you know, that would run four and a half, five hours and, uh, you know, have people dead. By. Except for the one show where ACH and Sammy Guevara just had that, you know, that battle and it just it just raged on for, for, uh, for hours and hours because they were so uh, – it was so uh, hotly competitive and neither man can score an advantage on the other. That show might have ran a little long. Uh, but that's, it wasn't yeah. the only thing raging on. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, this is so off the rails. Uh, but that, that's really the only show that you guys had even when you've had these, you know, 12-match show, uh, shows, uh, you know – it's almost you guys. You finish right on that three-hour mark, right on the dot. So I got to give you credit for that. No matter how many matches you have, it always fits in a nice, tidy package. But yeah, I really think uh, for what you guys are doing, you know, eight matches probably is is right about at the sweet spot. What's funny is that that the show doesn't really end any earlier. So I mean, we, the eight-match card kind of came about while listening to feedback, listening to feedback from everybody, not just the, the fans, but you know, the people backstage. What you know. We're always trying to refine the product and listen to everybody. You know, I kind of like the idea of this this company being something that is reflective of everybody's thoughts and opinions. You know, to an extent, of course. And and so you know, we we dialed back the, the number of matches, but still, shows seem to be kind of like the same in length. Um, you know, because people are still going to go out there and take liberty here or there. But you know, it just for some reason it it, it does it does. Uh, it does impact the roster. We're trying to do, we're trying to make sure that we kind of alternate stories, storylines too, you know, like if we have, say, somebody that has a match here, we'll let them, we'll let them carry it over maybe to a car down the line um, and use like a month to promote that match, which I think really helps, you know? So sure. that, that's one thing that we've done. Sure. Uh, you know, we've been having some fun here with, with, with the, uh, with, with smart Mark, but, it, but in all seriousness, um, when, and if this show hits DVD, I, I would, I would reasonably expect it to be, you know, your best selling, uh, DVD. Actually, if you sell one copy, it's going to be your best selling DVD because I haven't gotten any up yet. But once they get all the shows up, I would anticipate because of the Chikara connection, uh, that you guys would anticipate that this would be a, a pretty hot DVD just from that standpoint. Correct. Definitely. Yeah. And they, uh, I believe, what is the uh, the first show? Is it in? Is it in their blood? Is the first show that we had on Smart Mark? I think so. Yeah. The the first women's show that we do have on Smart Mark did have a very good reception. So, um, you know, I I don't fully understand what the issue is. So, um, you know, we we do have one up that that seems to to get a lot of good good reception and. You know. Well, hey, you know, maybe, maybe with, you know, the Chikara branding here, there'll be more of a priority to get this one out because I, I do think that this one uh, will have some, you know, some solid national interest when it comes. You know, Chikara is a brand where there, where there are. Here's what, say what you want about Chikara, and certainly on this show, I've said my fair share of things about Chikara uh, in recent weeks. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna. Yeah, we we may need to cover uh, one of those. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm sure, as you know, you've been paying attention. Uh, but I, but the, the one thing that that 
you can say about Chikara is their fans, the fans that they do have, are extremely loyal. And I mean, I, th- I think you've sort of demonstrated that. You've got fly-ins coming in for the first time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with all due respect to the, to, to the Inspire roster, they're flying in because there's Chikara talent here. Uh, their fans are extremely loyal. They will fly uh, to watch Chikara theme shows. They will buy DVDs. So uh, I do think you know you know maybe may, if this you know maybe there'll be more of a priority to get this one out for you guys. I hope there is, and I hope if if that's the case that you know the, the two missing shows uh, you know because there are two shows that we're waiting on, I believe. Um, you know we'll piggyback that and they'll get those up for you guys too. But. Uh, that's gonna, yo. That's coming up on. I keep forgetting the date. I know it's Sunday. It's October fifth, correct? Yep. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, so that's Sunday, Sunday, October fifth. This Sunday, we're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, so for you guys who hear this before Sunday, if you can make it out to the Marquesa Hall and Theater, uh, Middle Fiscal Road, Austin, Texas, the usual site. Uh, this is well. You know what? The twenty dollar front row. Uh, that's meaningless because those are sold out. Correct. Yeah. Not gonna get those. So unless you and, and you're suggesting if people want to come to the show that they get there early. Yeah. You, you may. Oh, rather, absolutely. You may. You may actually have we, to turn people away for the show. Turn, turning people away is becoming more and more a reality. Okay, and that so. is not promoter speak. You're, you're telling people legitimately if they want I to see the show. One hundred percent warning you. Get there early, and if we do have to turn you away, I am so sorry. You, you, I truly am. But, and I got to tell know. you, if you're a first time person thinking about going to Inspire Show, it is a it, it's not it's an intimate room and it, it's yeah. a great room for wrestling. But I can tell you that I've been to shows that were standing room only. The Chris Hero show comes instantly to mind. I knew yeah. you guys were on something for that show because I had to park a half a mile away. And then when I got in the building, the line was wrapped around the, you know, all the way outside the front door. So and, and that was packed. So, you know, and, and no promoter is going to tell you uh, that you make it turned away because they want you to come down. So yeah. if he's if he's telling you this, it's true. So if you want to get to the show, if you want to make sure you get in, I would get there early. The doors open at five thirty. I'd probably uh, think about getting there around three or four. Uh, don't, don't don't come strolling up to the door at uh, at five fifty eight like Joe Lanza likes to do, because uh, that's not going to work this time. Uh, yeah. Is Joe Lanza going to stroll up to the door? By the way. I, you know what? Joe Lanza is going to make a concerted effort to get to this one. The problem has been that I've been working on Sundays as of late. So oh. it's kind of been a tricky deal. Uh, you know, it's it's a two-hour commute for me. So while it doesn't completely overlap with what I got going on here in College Station, uh, it's, you know, it's just the logistics of it have been hard for the past couple shows. But this is one uh, that, as of right now, I am planning on attending. So uh, I'm 99% certain, but... Uh, but uh, we'll know for sure by Sunday. Um, but, yeah, if you want to go, uh, you, you've got fair warning. This is going to be a standing room only show. You're going to want to get there a little early. they got people flying in from all over the place here. So make sure you get there nice and early. You, you, you got a chair. Never, never, never has Pop Warner Wrestling been so popular. Let me, let me tell you something. The other thing, too, is I hate, hate, hate that you guys run in Austin because it's a Sunday town, because in the fall, that means you go head-to-head with the NFL. And that drives me nuts. But, yeah. uh, you know, that's that's just part. Now, Bish, you explained this once. The reason, and it's not just you guys, any Austin promotion runs on Sunday. And I think yeah. you explained that to me once. It's because, as, as people may or may not know, Austin, Texas is known as the live music capital of the world. 
and you guys can't really run on Saturdays in Austin, which is more of a yeah, traditional. Or, yeah, fr- Fridays and Saturdays are basically owned by live music in this town. Uh, um, people are going to hear music. Yeah. yeah. So which, yeah, uh, which Max can attest to. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I mean, you, you, we'd get slaughtered, I think, if we ran on a Saturday night. There's just so much going on. And it's not just, it's not just like music. I mean, we have something on average of like a hundred people moving here every day. And there, there's a lot going on entertainment wise, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot going on beyond music. And when you're competing against so much stuff, obviously that's going to compromise what you might be able to draw. I think running on, say, a Sunday when there's very, very little to do, you know, people are more inclined to want to give it a chance or check it out. It's easier on people's schedules, at least in this town. And just to give people an idea, I mean, the guy that runs across town from you, he, I've seen him run against WrestleMania. I've seen him run against the Royal Rumble. He runs, he runs head to head with, with WWE pay-per-views. He'd rather run against WrestleMania then try to go up against the Friday and Saturday night bar scene in Austin. So just to give people an idea of, uh, of how serious that is and, and, and how it, it really needs to be a Sunday town for wrestling. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. I'm sure when you guys are plotting out your calendars, uh, you're not uh, going head to head with WrestleMania, but, um, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually one that it's not a good idea to run a wrestling show again. <laughs> you wouldn't think so. Uh, Dang. so, uh, <laughs> I actually, I, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, this, that promotion has some balls. I believe they went up against the Super Bowl one year. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I, it I might have happened. It's positive in either 2012 or 2013. It, it was, now, man, that's, that's got to be, that's got to be I, an I urban was, myth, man. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I, I, I couldn't believe that. I wasn't working for him. I, I will say that Rudy Wood Gonzalez ran against the Super Bowl one year. That, I, I mean, um, that's crazy. I mean, that's even yeah. crazier than going against WrestleMania. Yeah. It's the fucking Super so, Bowl. So, yeah. How'd Rudy yeah, Boy I, do I when he got that one. Super Bowl? I mean, he had tens of people. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to that's come off like me shitting on Rudy Boy. Yeah, you know, me and him kind of... Kind of uh, I, like Rudy, I like Rudy Boy. I love that guy. I would, so, think, I would, I would think you'd have trouble booking talent on the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, there's a lot of portable, you know, TVs in the locker room and whatnot. That's so. true. You know, old, old man Lanza over here. We are in 2014. You know, everybody does have a mobile device these days. People people aren't as uh, focused on stretching and preparing for their match as uh, they would on other shows. And sometimes they take risks that might end the match early in shows like that. <laughs> right. my drift. <laughs> in and out uh, very quickly. There you uh, go. And as we know, uh, everybody likes to be there. still alive, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and as we know, that, that people do love to bring their mobile devices and gaming devices to, to, to the locker rooms these days. Oh, so, God, let's not um, go down that so path, man. Right. That one hurt. <laughs> that one hurt. Yeah, I think we'll stay. Oh, man. Look. I think we'll stay. One, one, one of my favorite uh, photos that was taken at an Inspire event is with Sam, it was during that ladder match with Sammy Starks and, and Barrett Brown, and there's this incredible shot of Guevara just, you know, leaping off the ladder, and everybody's face in the crowd is just a gape. Everybody's jaws dropping, except for this one 14-year-old kid who's sitting there texting while it's happening. 
if that doesn't describe the modern wrestling fan, uh, that's it. The kid, uh, he's busy sending a text message to some girl who probably doesn't even like him, and he's missing. Yeah, uh, tweeting. Yes, the most dramatic. So, you, I, you know what? To be fair, I've missed things on your shows as well while live tweeting about. But see, at least I'm live tweeting about the show. See, this kid was probably uh, sending some text messages to some girl who doesn't give him the time of day, and, you know, he's he's missing the uh, best spot on the show, it, dude doing a moonsault off a ladder. So uh, we've all seen yeah. We've all been the we've concerts. We've all been there. Yeah, absolutely. We've all been <laughs> the concerts where people are playing with their phones and ignoring what's going on. So uh, that's just the culture now these days. So what are you going to do about it? But uh, anyway, Sunday, October 5th, 2014, Marquesa Hall and Theater, front row not available, which is what sort of kicked off this uh, going off topic here. General admission, if you get there nice and early and there's still uh, some some standing room available, is $15. So I would suggest doors open 530. Like I said, I would suggest getting there nice and early. Try to get there around 330 or 4, hang out. Uh, you can walk down to Arby's if you're bored once you have your ticket right there down the street and, uh, you know, hang out and uh, make sure to at least get in the building. The show starts at 6 o'clock. Inspire shows always start on time. I can tell you that from experience as well. So if it says 6 o'clock, you know, the first match isn't going to hit the ring at 7.10. It's going to hit at 6. And you're going to be home if you live in the area by 9.30 so you can get to work the next day. The shows always seem to end on time as well. And is there anything else you guys would like to plug? I will start with you, Biss. No, I, I think we're good, man. That covers up. This, I mean, this show basically speaks for itself. This is the, the biggest venture we've done, and the reception's been amazing, and all that's left to do is to do it. Max? Oh, I don't really have anything to, to say. I think you've pretty much covered it. I'm I'm super proud to be a part of this company. I think we've made strides. I know this was a goal of ours starting way back, you know, over a year ago. Uh, we didn't quite hit hit it when we wanted to, to do it, but we're just a little bit late on it, and it's still going to be phenomenal. Um, this is, to me, just a great wrestling card. It's, it's diverse, and that's what I love about it the most. It's, it's, you know, you can't really say that there is one definitive style that encompasses uh, Inspire. It's, it's many, many things, and I'm really excited about it. Maybe that mystery man is Jimmy Jacobs, member of the Flood, who, who hates uh, Chikara. No. Maybe it's Chuck Taylor coming full circle from uh, Inspire's Whoa. first show, Chikara Times. That's, that's a possibility. Uh, we do know us from Chuck Taylor. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully though, it's Missile Assault Ant, because I can tell you that, uh, that, that Joe Lanza is a huge, huge fan of Missile Assault Ant, and I did promise all of our listeners on our flagship podcast that if he was booked on this show, I would take a non-ironic photo with Missile Assault Ants and, <laughs> and post it on our Twitter feed. Since uh, I, I, have, I have never taken a photo with a wrestler, I was going to make Missile Assault Ant uh, uh, my, my first choice. So uh, that's who I'm crossing my fingers for. I'm crossing my fingers for Missile Assault Ant. I'll be very, I... I'll be very disappointed if it's Arctic Rescue Ant. Uh, fuck that guy. Uh, but, but nobody Missile, likes that. Yeah. But Missile Assault Ant. I think you need, you need to get a photo with Mr. Money, man. I, that might have to happen. That that you know what I that I might have to make that one happen. I mean, he is a trained professional, and and yeah. you know he I'm sure he knows how to pose for photos along with how to perform in the ring. So yeah. uh, and with all the tales of Mr. Money that we've told on this show from the uh, WrestleMania weekend, I think that might be a good photo to take. You could be right about that. Go for it. 
Well, those are my guesses for the mystery opponent, and uh, we'll see how those play out. But I want to thank Biss and Max. Uh, they did another tremendous job here with the uh, with the monthly Inspire spot. And uh, we will talk to everybody again next time on The Voices of Wrestling. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.